Hello, and welcome to the Nerdy Mystic Journey podcast. My name is Mira. I'm your host. And uh, today, I just wanted to share a story with you. And this story is a very personal story. And it's basically about my experience um, with my voice. So how has my voice uh, played a part in of my life played its role in my life and how has it changed according to basically how my experience has changed through life so I want to share that with you I think I'm going to wait till the end uh, to pull a card if I decide to pull a card because I just want to tell this story first so uh, let me grab my notes real quick and take a deep breath here Okay, so my voice journey. So the first thing I want to talk about is when I was a kid, I uh, loved to sing. I would do character voices. Um, I would watch all of the Disney movies and do all the voices for the characters. I loved listening to the radio. My parents would listen to some classical music and I heard opera and I thought, oh, I can do that. And I would imitate the opera singers and I would sing with all the pop music. And I really loved to sing. And when I was young, I wanted to be a performer. I wanted to be an actress. My favorite actress in third grade was uh, Whoopi Goldberg. I saw Whoopi Goldberg in Sister Act, and I just loved her. I thought she was an amazing actress. I really wanted to do that. I wanted to perform. I also loved to dance. I would dance around my living room, dance for my parents and their guests that came over. So that was kind of my joy. Um, my inner child was happy when I was singing and performing and dancing and acting. I was really interested in acting. But I remember as I got older, I started taking formal singing lessons. And I just remember feeling like my voice was just kind of like a breathy voice. Like I couldn't, you know, in classical singing, they teach you how to breathe deep into your abdomen really expand and let all that air into your lungs and I just couldn't I just felt very tight my my voice felt very weak um, and people would tell me sometimes that my voice was kind of breathy and not very strong but sometimes it was strong and when it was strong it was when I was just playing and having fun if I was taking a formal lesson or performing formally it tended to get weaker and I think looking back on it now, it was because some of that uh, joy that I felt with performing as a child, it was, I was being told things like how I should be in the world and who I should be and what I should be like and if it was acceptable or not. And I think that weakens you. I actually felt, I think, weaker in myself and in my being and I think it showed up in my voice and particularly in situations where I felt pressured to conform or perform in some way. So that was just something that I kind of was going through. Well, eventually when I was in high school, um, my main teacher who was teaching me classical singing sent me to another teacher to kind of help me prepare for college auditions because I wanted to do music in college. And this lady... Um, she taught me how to kind of keep my larynx from going up. So larynx meaning my voice box. 
So when you sing opera, you generally want to keep your larynx in a pretty low, stable position for the most part. It will go up and down as you get higher. It will go up a little bit. But for the most part, you want to keep it low and you want to keep all those muscles in your throat kind of relaxed and open, able to move. And she um, taught me how to do that. And it got, it did make my sound stronger sounding and more full. But when I stopped taking lessons with her, I noticed uh, de- developing some tension in my voice. And I think it was because I was sort of holding this position of a low larynx artificially with the wrong muscles. And because of that, I developed what's called muscle tension dysphonia, which is a condition where you're just using the muscles that you don't need to use to speak or sing, and it's squeezing and eventually develops some pain in your voice. Um, So actually, when I was singing in choir in my last year of, of high school, I would actually just lip sync a lot because it just hurt to sing. So I went to a singing voice specialist, and she tried to help me to let go of some of that tension. I had helped a little bit. I wouldn't say it got rid of the muscle tension um, completely, but it did help a little bit. Um, and so I went to college, and I did major in, in uh, music education with, the, with voice as my, my main um, instrument. I did my best. I really wanted to be a performer, a professional opera singer, but that tension never really completely went away and it made it difficult for me to sing the way I wanted to sing. And this is a period of my life where I was grappling with a lot of personal issues. Um, I was very depressed. I ended up going on antidepressants for the first time. Um, I was just very sad and lonely and I didn't know what I was supposed to do, who I was supposed to, I thought I was doing all the things that I was supposed to do in life. I was going to college, I was getting a degree, I was preparing to be a music teacher in schools, but really I was struggling so much with just trying to, I didn't like know who I was because I was just trying to do everything that everybody told me I was supposed to do in order to get love and fit in and be happy. So that tension never really went away. And eventually I did, even though I did get a master's in voice, I never felt like I reached my full potential with my voice. I never felt comfortable singing or that my voice, I could open up my voice. Um, So I kind of abandoned music for a while Um, Then I went to study uh, speech pathology because I thought, oh, it'd be cool to learn how to help people with voice disorders and that kind of thing. But before I did that, I did take lessons with one lady. And she actually taught me something that I think started me opening up my voice. And that was that I don't have to hold my breath. I think I was literally holding my breath and squeezing because for the longest time I thought, oh, well, I I have to conserve my breath. I have to control it because then it will run out. And, um, And she said, no, 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 no. You need to keep the breath moving. You need to keep it going. You need to keep it. You're not going to run out. You just keep it moving because your voice needs breath. And if you don't have it, then your voice can't vibrate, right? So I started letting go of controlling a little bit like that and started letting my breath flow more. 
And it wasn't a linear process, but I think that started the process of energetically freeing up my voice because I, I let go a little bit of control, not a lot, but just a little bit enough to start me on my process. So anyway, I went to school for speech pathology. Um, I still was trying to make decisions where I could, I was still trying to kind of fit in, I think, because I just wanted a, you know, the career and the house and the marriage and all those things that people say you need to be happy and feel secure. So I did, um, I did get my diploma in speech pathology, and I did practice for a number of years. And that was an interesting experience. I worked mostly with people who had um, who were recovering from stroke and traumatic brain injury. And uh, one day, I'll kind of share some of the insights I learned doing that. But I noticed, and I'm not exactly sure if I can pinpoint where, but my voice started to free up. It was probably after I graduated from, uh, from my master's in speech pathology. And I don't know if that has to do with me working with people who have communication disorders that I was able to open up my voice a little bit. But I also had an experience of, I guess you could say, an awakening starting in about 2014, 20, it may have been later than that, 2014, 2015, and it really hit the ground running in 2019. Um, And I think my voice started to come online to where I could sing very comfortably and I could express myself with my singing and I didn't feel any pain at all or any discomfort. And I think it was I have a feeling it was energetically working with people who had communication disorders that started to free up my own voice. So now I can sing comfortably, and I honestly can say I'm not totally 100% sure how it happened because it wasn't like I took, you know, some therapy for my voice at that stage or singing lessons or started doing any particular exercises I would just sing for fun is what I would do. So I took the pressure off myself. I wasn't performing. I was singing for fun. I was just singing in the car or singing with pop music or just, you know, I wouldn't sit down to formally practice really. I would just sing when I felt like it. And for some reason, when I took that pressure off of myself and I just sang because I felt like it, it started to heal me. And I think about that because that was when I was when I was a child, I wasn't singing for anybody. I was just singing for fun. But as an adult, I guess I felt con- pr- pressure to perform in a certain way. And that kind of gave me that that tension because then you control and you tighten. You don't expand. So what I'm thinking here is, you know, if you think back to the things that you did and you enjoyed as a child where you felt free and you didn't feel like, people were expecting things of you, those are the times, those are the things that free you up the most and free up your energy. So that might just be a little tip is like, and even now actually, if I'm feeling constrained, I will put on music and dance. Um, and my son helps me with that. He, um, he also enjoys dancing and we dance together. Or I'll just sing a song or um, do things that I did as a kid that I enjoyed. So I think really this journey is about letting go of control. Um, and it's an, 
ongoing process. I don't feel like I'm totally there yet. I feel like I'm still trying to let go of control of how people see me and how, you know, their expectations. I'm trying to let go of those things. But I do notice the more that I do that, the more my voice opens up. So it's like a lifelong journey. So yeah, because for many years, I was like, well, what can I do logically to open up? And I don't think there was anything I could really do other than just live my life. So living our lives, it's a journey and it's an experience and we can't really rush it. It just needs to happen how it happens. So on the daily basis, if you're feeling discouraged, remember, try to look at the long game. Try to look at the whole, your whole life. One day is one day and it's important, but it's also a string of days, many, many days in a whole year and a whole lifetime. So my next goal for myself is to reach the top notes. I really want to sing this song. Um, it's the Queen of the Night aria from, from Mozart's The Magic Flute, if you've heard of this particular aria or, or you're familiar with opera. And it hits these high Fs. And at this point, I can't seem to hit the high Fs. But I think when I totally, fully open my voice up and I just trust the process, I think I will be able to hit those notes. And if I do, I'll sing it for you on this podcast. Um, But that's kind of, but I'm not going to rush it because I figure things will unfold as they're meant to. And um, yeah, so that's kind of my voice story. Um, There's a, there was a lot of frustration for a period of, of that story when I was in college and I wanted to be an opera singer and I couldn't seem to get my voice to relax But despite that frustration, um, I still kept on and I made decisions, you know, based on what I needed to do to have the experiences I needed to have. And so I'm really grateful for the person that that was able to make those decisions and go through those tough experiences. So I'm actually going through a tough experience right now because I'm trying to get my business started and I am hitting some, you know, mental blocks and things like that. But I do have to trust the process and trust that those are going to unfold and that things will unfold and that I'll be able to share with you my gifts. So I am working on um, opening up my website by March. So that's going to be exciting. So today, I instead of pulling a card, I'm going to sing a song for you because um, opera was kind of the first type of music that I that I seriously studied. I love pop music and I sing it all the time. But uh, as a trained opera singer, I do enjoy singing that. And if you're not into opera, that's totally okay. A lot of people aren't. Um, it, it's kind of unique in its, in its expression and not everybody has to like it. But I am going to sing you a song that I sung uh, as a, when I was in, in probably about fifth grade or sixth grade, I started studying and The teacher I had, she had me sing some songs from this book called 24 Italian Songs and Arias. It's like the beginner book for most people who learn classical singing. And I'm going to sing one of those songs called Caro Mio Ben. And let me see if I can remember what it means. Okay, so Caro Mio Ben. So it means my dear one, and it's in Italian, so I'm just translating it for you. 
Karo mio ben, my dear one, credi mi al men, believe me at least, senza di te languisce il cor. That means without you my heart languishes. And then he, then the song repeats, Caro mio ben, credi mi al men, senza di te languisce il cor. And then the second part, the B section is, il tuo fedel sospira un yor. And that means um, something I think about il tuo fedel is your faith, faithlessness or your faithfulness, something like that. Sospira un yor means every sigh. And cessa crudel tanto rigor, which means stop your harshness, your cruelty. Stop your cruelty, stop your harshness. And then he goes back to the first verse. I think it's a he singing it. I don't know. Anyway, opera's kind of like that. They have, uh, they switch around with men and women singing different parts. And they're not always like gender conforming, which is kind of fun. Okay, so, and then, um, let's see. Then you go back to Caro Mio Ben. Okay, so I'm going to sing you this song, a cappella. That means without any background, piano, or anything. And... I'm just going to adjust my settings and I hope you enjoy. so much i hope you enjoyed that i definitely enjoyed singing it and i will catch up with you next time bye for now